Welcome. Hi. Started our show with this every time. Welcome. To Counting Cryptids. You I'm already Jacob. know what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's you right. You already know what it, it is. It. Yep. Okay. I'm Jacob. I'm Connor. Hello. Introducing ourselves yet again. Cool. So I guess to start off, we uh, just posted a question about sort of uh, related to today's episode. Yeah. On uh, Instagram. And we'll kind of get everybody's answers on that as we go and, and have answers at the end. If the idea. If you're listening now, it's not posted. It's already been posted. It posted while we're recording. Yeah, so you have to like pay attention. Like, yeah, get on those live-ish. social medias. Uh, well, what is the question, Connor? Verbatim. Well, the question is, is it a good idea to release clones of extinct animals back into the wild? Vote yes or no. Not now, in the past. Hop in your, your future car and go back, you know, a, don't, a few Future weeks. car doesn't do that. I mean, who knows? In a few weeks from when we're recording this, there could be a future time machine car. Yeah, but if, if it's a future car, it would only take you forward in time, right? I mean, it's so futuristic that it can also go in the past. Okay, I misinterpreted the, yeah, the not adjective. Like, a car that goes into the future. It's just a it's car, just a car in, the, in future. the future. Okay, 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 okay. I understand now. Sorry. Has the time machine my capabilities okay. to go in the past. Uh, do you want to talk about your thought on that now? Oh, yeah. You want to get off uh, right there on that? Let me see. I don't... It's a very interesting question because I kind of want it to happen. But the, sa- like the same... Another side of me is like... Other than to like research the animal and like maybe monitor some of its vitals. I really don't think you're going to get like it integrated back into the wild without like some serious consequences. Well, I feel like we have such a difficult time with already endangered species. Why wouldn't we just kind of gear that funding towards saving conservation of, yeah, those, those existing ones that seems like it would be a smarter use of funds. The only thing I see is like, uh, a company doing this as some sort of a gimmick, you know what I mean? Oh, that sounds so like bringing something back, which seems dark as fuck. But yeah. at the same time, you know what I mean? If it's like, if it's a fucking dodo bird or something, like, be pretty funny. <sighs> like, do I care that that's then around? Also, it's I'm that's pretty sure I mean, they like like animal torture, torture though. You're just gonna is it bring it back to life for entertainment? See, but it's not actually a dodo at that point. Whatever you bring back is, isn't, isn't actually it's bringing it back. It's close to a dodo like, as you can get. Yeah, but like, so they talked about doing, uh, there's all this talk about mammoths and cloning mammoths and introducing them into the fucking Arctic, Arctic and tundra shit. and shit just to stop global warming. <sighs> okay, but. I mean, I did hear that, like. That's just an elephant with hair. It's not a mammoth. It right, just looks but, sort of like a mammoth. It's just an elephant that looks like but it. But it's an elephant that can survive in the Arctic. And apparently, in th- right, in theory, it stomping down snow like makes, makes snow. it so it melts slower, thus slowing down global warming. Slowing down, not necessarily global warming, but the melting of yeah, that the, the ice. ice caps. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I heard that or read but that But again, like, it, it, it seems... Uh, the. <laughs> The arguments that I have heard for this are kind of like things that went extinct because of humans in the last, I don't know, 100 years or whatever it was. I don't remember the time span, but more recently because it's 
Be too far removed with the from natural like selection with natural selection they had argued that something else would have evolved to take its place over the time that it took for the one to go extinct so again if this is natural then nature theoretically has time to work itself out life uh finds a way uh but <laughs> in if if it happens uh rapidly in the course of 10 years, then it doesn't have time to fix itself. So I think the argument was if it's something that we have uh, in the last 10 years, if it has gone extinct because of us, it might be beneficial to bring it back. But I don't understand how you could bring something back in such a quantity that you've brought it back from the brink of extinction to now. It just like it I'm exists because you you're not just up. making yeah. one and like that's a lot of money to make one. You have to make at least two to make a third from that. Like you're just making Adam and Eve and like here's 16 billion dollars fingers crossed brother like and then you gotta you know you gotta breed them because more i i would assume then you're, since they're already to, gone extinct that they're not going to be able to survive but then you won't have genetic diversity and so you can't really expect them to continue to breed on their own and be a viable species because most of the time i think you end up with like a when you like a, uh, like a mule situation like a donkey and a horse because those are sterile so you end up like with something that can't I think a liger is also the same thing. Like I don't think you can make a liger with other ligers. I think that's a tiger and a lion. Or a libra, a lion and a zebra. Okay, that's not real though. That's my horoscope. All right. So you're where where were you at on that? Yes or no? I, I think no in, in general. Just just kind of avoid I, I like the idea, but I think it's probably we already fucked up. It's I think it would be a better use of the money to go towards conservation of other yeah support uh, other species or yeah or um similar species or something like you know just yeah. it's uh into wildlife management in the area where this thing no longer exists so if you have if it's a, a prey animal then you have predators without food so then they need they're going to start encroaching onto expanding their uh, area to try and find food more so then they're encroaching on human territories more so you know what i mean it's just kind of like a like essentially the further the extinct animal is from today or your or when like you know the future when they're actually able to do this like the harder it is to bring that animal back just the ecosystem isn't fit for that kind of thing like Say you br say say you bring back today's topic, the Tasmanian tiger, the thylacine, the thylacine, into Australia now, and it annihilates all the emu population, or you know some other species. I thought the like, emu, the Tasmanian emu was already Tasmanian extinct. Tasmanian emu is extinct, but another species. I think there's a massive the like overpopulation issue with kangaroo in Australia, though. Bring back some. Maybe that's a I don't arguing think, point uh, for I don't, bringing them back. Yeah, right. I mean, well, I, 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 I'm under the impression that there is way too many kangaroo. Uh, Lucas, I see a lot of people get... getting kicked by kangaroos on the internet. I would assume that there's a, a handful. I, I, I've seen videos that it looks like it's water flowing. It's fucking a field of kangaroos running. That's disgusting. It's gross. What is a what is like? a huge population of pig, I believe, in the South United States where people, like, fly over in helicopters and just fucking shoot as many as they can. 
just like in herds. I, I feel like this is on Joe Rogan at some point. Um, but. So they've talked about like if the like goats, I think in New Zealand, um, they have like a Judas goat. So they take one and sterilize it. Then they Judas put a priest? remote, a remote collar on it. No, like, like Jesus and Judas. So oh. they put a remote collar on it and then it'll, it'll go find goats to hang out with. And then they fly over with a helicopter and gun all the other goats down. And then that goat's like, okay, I got to go find more goats to hang out with. And it finds more goats and they just gun all those. Go- yeah. Yeah. That is that is <laughs> the worst torture of animals out I there. I think the Judas goats got it the worst. Yeah. He's just looking for people all the time. Where the and then fuck did all my just friends da, go? Da, 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 just under fire endlessly. The thunder killed all my friends. That's fucked up. All he right, must well, go uh, find I'm, new friends. I'm, again, I'm on no. I think you said you were also on no. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with no. Uh, let's see what everybody else thinks on uh, Instagram at the end. Yeah, so tune in to the very end. All right, we're talking into, about that into the main episode. Today we're talking about the thylacine, uh, also known as a Tasmanian tiger or Tasmanian wolf sometimes as well. However, it is not a tiger or a wolf. No, the, uh, the scientific name on that tangent of names is Thylacinus sinophilalis. Sinocephalus. Syphilis? Syphilis. Thailand's who writes these seriously? <laughs> it's in Latin. Why? Be- who speaks Latin? Scientists. Jesus fucking Christ. Biologists. I don't, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, the scientific name means dog-headed pouched one. Okay, yeah, I guess uh, they are marsupials, which is something that I did not know until recently, and that kind I, of freaked no me idea. out. Um, obviously, a kangaroo, they have a pouch, but their pouch is on the butt side. It's an ass pouch. It's an ass pouch. Where it's right the underneath males the butt. keep what their happens? testicles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The males have the a... Both a males and females have a pouch. There's only uh, one other marsupial I found that had this trait, uh, the water possum. Yeah, uh, it was... Uh, the male pouch is described as a protective sheath covering its external reproductive organs. Uh, the general appearance is a, a medium to large-sized dog with a stiff tail and dark stripes down its back. Which is uh, where the, the tiger kind of comes in is the stripes down its yeah. back. It's kind of uh, affectionately referred to as such. Also, the wolf is kind of just when they call it Tasmanian wolf, I think that's just because it kind of looks like a dog. Yeah, it's very dog features. like. Um, it's 39 to 51 inches long um, with an added 20 to 26 inches for a tail. Um, like Jacob said, it was a you know, pretty small tail, I guess, thin. It's almost like it a, a rat not, or something. I, it seems like a large tail. I mean, it's a it's a fairly long tail. It seemed kind of girthy. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I feel like they're they don't have a lot of hair on them. They're, they're not like long haired. They're short haired, yes. so the the tail kind of like they look kind of slick. It's kind of kind of like a kangaroo tail, actually. Believe it or not. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Marsupials. Let's go with that. Um, so they weighed between thirty three and sixty six pounds. Once making them the largest marsupial carnivores. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's uh i did you mention this i i the pictures to me didn't look like this description which is yellowish oh the pictures are all black and white yeah and maybe right. the yellowish kind of adds to the tiger moniker as well so it's if it's kind of like yellow with some darker stripes like that kind of would it's play into the like tiger a, yeah um, picturing a tiger i can see it now like the yellow before just seemed odd it, it might be more like yellowish like kind of like a deer a kangaroo like kind of orange-ish brown yellow yeah you know what i mean like a dusty kangaroo i don't know <laughs> is that a sex move the dusty <laughs> kangaroo gave her the old dusty kangaroo on valentine's day 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't call him blonde. He's got some, would you? some big old balls hanging down there. <laughs> Link will be in the description to check out that kangaroo <laughs> balls. Kangaroo balls, okay. Now, so they're naturally nocturnal, but most of the anecdotal information that we have about them is from the daytime in captivity. Right. There's very little from wild stuff. So it, some of it is a little strange. Uh, it was described as being stiff in the way that it moved. This was also described in the wild. Uh, it, so because of that, it was unable to run at high speeds. I did see that, yeah. Um, it can't really move its tail a ton either. Like, I guess it can, but it's kind of like fused the vertebrae in some way. So it, it is very rigid. Uh, I also saw that it could hop bipedally like a kangaroo and even stand on two legs for a period of time. So yeah, that's kind of like a small dog might. I saw like in the we'll link to some videos. The the last one, there was like a couple in a zoo. There's a video of the last one that was in captivity alive. We'll link to some of those. It's kind of sad, but you see him like hopping up and kind of like pushing at the. There's like somebody standing on the other side of the fence, so it's kind of like jumping up and just like pushing at the fence at him. Kind of like a monkey might jump. It kind of it kind of just looks like a kangaroo and it does that shit. That's crazy. Which is really weird because it. <sighs> Its face does not look like a kangaroo. It looks like a dog. It's we didn't talk about this. Its mouth is fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna bring this up. Holy shit! I'm real quick. That was you. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up earlier. Um, I saw on one place that it could open up to 120 degrees, which is fucking. It's well, I'll link to a special jaw. picture for its jaw. Its mouth opens insane. But I think I think it's like probably more like 80 degrees, which we saw in some other sources. So it's not 80 somewhere and 120 somewhere. 80 is probably more realistic. We'll link to some pictures. If it's 120, let us know. Either way, it's extremely ridiculous. It's crazy. Like, it could fit my head in its mouth, probably. Its mouth was really large as well. I think it had like 46 teeth, but I don't know what the fuck a dog has. I don't even know how many I have. <laughs> uh, so I saw some weird things about smell. Uh, some said it had a, quote, dis uh, strong, distinctive smell. Others described a faint, clean animal odor. And some said no odor at all. Uh, it was suggested that it could have given off a foul odor when agitated, similar to the Tasmanian devil, which is its closest living relative, that, either that or the numbat. Like similar to a skunk? Uh, sort of. I, th I don't know that it's like quite the same as a skunk to the point a where it's like a straight defense mechanism where like a Just skunk like is going to like turn around and like lift its tail at you and like also be hissing. Spray you. I think it's just like, like a... <laughs> just gets gassy. Yeah. Leave me alone. No, stop it. Stop it. Gets nervous. And just when I get, yeah, exactly. Like you're tickled. Um, I also saw a thylacine described as being relatively shy and non-territorial. Um, it was noted they had like a small home area but didn't seem to fight with other groups over land. They'd like see like groups that appeared to be larger than like a family in an area just hanging out together sort of thing, which I thought seemed interesting. Yeah, at uh, a few points in history, I believe, like people have like put out um, I don't know, bounties on these Tasmanian tigers. They just like to kill them because they were killing them. livestock yeah, and shit. Yeah, so there was, there's some um, argument over this photo. I'll link to this one as well. This is going to be a fucking weird episode. It'll be a lot of uh, Yeah, there's a photo of a thylacine with a hen or a chicken in its mouth, like standing outside behind somebody's house. Yeah, black and white and shit. Yeah, they, I mean, it was 1920s, 1920s I believe. Yeah. Uh, so they use this as propaganda to like argue against like, fuck this animal sort of thing. Yeah. 
so there's there's a debate of if that is actually real or if it was a taxidermized thylacine and they staged the photo. It's a really good looking photo. It the version I saw was cleaned up to look fucking fancy. But uh, still black and white. And it's yeah, still it's, it's really hard, hard to, to tell. Like there's somebody saying that it was from like further back. I don't know if his involvement. I don't really remember. I should have taken some more notes down about that. But what if somebody had that in their collection? The taxidermized thylacine. Jesus Christ! I do not have. I do not have the money for that. No, there's no. I that's there's no way I'd be able to afford that. I could buy like a megalodon tooth, but there's no way I could afford that. How much is? I want a megalodon tooth. There is a link to that in the megalodon episode description. Just so check it out. (laughs) We talked about it farting. It also made some noises with its mouth. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's so a, like, a wide array of noises, it yeah. would appear. Like growling and hissing like are common to hear before. Um, some some threat yawns. As I saw cold. that. Is that just like, like look guttural, how big my mouth is? Yeah, just it says guttural cough-like barks. Yeah, I saw that was a different. Uh, while hunting, it would emit a series of rapidly repeated guttural cough-like barks is what it said. Yeah, like yip-yap. Yip-yap. K-yip. K-yip. Hop-hop-hop. 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 Just imagine yep, in yep. pursuit. <laughs> hop, hop, hop. <laughs> it's a Disney movie just waiting to happen. Uh, I said they also had a long whining cry as well as a low snuffling noise, which was used for communication between family members, allegedly. We should put that one that you had earlier in post. Uh, that will, Okay, so that's... We'll talk about that later. That's not this animal. Oh, okay. That's a different animal that we'll talk about later and remove this part. Uh... I will have to go and double check if there's any audio from those old videos from the zoo to see if we have any sounds from a thylacine. I doubt it. This would be a really good spot for that to go. I do as well, but this, you know, one way to find out. Go Get watch your all the Connor, videos. Go wind. Yeah, I'll, I'll, when I listen to it, I'll probably go check it out too. So, so just throwing this one out here too. So there was a study by the University of New South Wales in 2011 using advanced computer modeling indicating that, quote, the thylacine had surprisingly feeble jaws. Animals usually take prey close to their own body size, but an adult thylacine around 30 kilograms, 66 pounds, was found to be incapable of handling prey much larger than 5 kilograms. 11 pounds. Researchers believe thylacine only ate small animals such as bandicoots, yes, that's a real fucking animal, and possums, putting them into direct competition with the Tasmanian devil or the tiger quoll. Such specialization probably made the thylacine susceptible to small disturbances in the ecosystem. But it also said something about their stomach could be distended to hold larger amounts of food during scarcity. Mm-hmm. So that kind of seems like the thing, like, wouldn't that mean that you'd be able to eat larger things? because? Your stomach can expand. Scarcity, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're only eating like an 11-pound thing, you have to eat like a couple of those if your stomach needed to distend. I, in my mind. Yeah. And it's in, in times of scarcity, can I don't think you just like stumble like, upon oh. like four rabbits. I don't know how that shit works. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not a scientist or a biologist, but... Nor am I. I don't know. Fuck, it's interesting. It's very I just wanted to include animal. that as well, just because that seemed strange. Did we include? Have we have we brought this to the forefront yet? Like this this episode is about the Tasmanian tiger thylacine, thylacine, but that is still alive. I don't think we've brought up that it's extinct yet. I mean, it, okay, go for it. So apparently, this this animal was alive. Yes, yes. it was we said, once we very common across, yeah. across Australia. 
um, mainland Australia, New Guinea, and Tasmania. Yes. And recently, fossilized footprints have been found suggesting the species was prevalent on Kangaroo Island as well. Ooh, Kangaroo Island. Why wouldn't it be there? I want to be on Kangaroo Island. Fuck. Um, so they were once common across those three places. Um, they disappeared pretty suddenly 2,000 years ago. And except for the That was Tasmania. mostly on mainland, right? Yes. Mainland Australia, they, there was a lot, a very steep decline. I think it was just like of the, like, quote unquote megafauna, like the larger carnivorous yeah, mammals. Larger I think we're hit beasts. pretty hard. It gets its common nickname, the Tasmanian tiger, from being found, like, in Tasmania. The last known living member of the species died at Bay Marisu in Hobart, which I'm assuming is in Australia, on September 7th, 1936. Allegedly. His name was also allegedly Benjamin. Yes. But the guy who was claiming that this was his name in the newspaper, like a couple of people that were actually associated with the zoo were like, hey, this guy never worked for us. And there's he was never named Benjamin, but he was maybe named Benjamin. And there was some question about the the what if it was male or female? Yes. And there was, I think it was in 2011 before they finally could confirm, because I don't know if anybody, like, nobody wrote it down or whatever the fuck, but there's a single frame that they, like, zoomed in and, yeah, like, you fuck with the, uh, the... Uh, like the levels and the exposure it gave the percentages they used and like when you get it down to this you can clearly see the shape of the two testicles i'm like yes this is amazing <laughs> just a single frame examining like those kind of look like balls but they have it's in it's in the pouch so it's really hard to tell so they had to fuck with that stuff so i don't it's, Kudos it's just, to them yeah right for like, like let's try and find these Photoshop. balls yeah let's go come on adobe balls deep in that tasmanian tiger balls uh, deep pouch. in that thylacine we didn't mention it Probably died in captivity due to neglect and like some bad we did weather not situations. Talk about that. So I, I was I was a little salty about this dude. Uh, it had there had been some suggestions that it had died due to neglect because it was locked out of like where it's it was sleeping, its sleeping closer, area, yeah. and it had been like a strange period of weather where it was really really hot days and then like freezing temperatures overnight. So there was some some extremes with that and. I think they were kind of finicky about eating specific things as well. Yeah, you had to like so get I, like fresh wallaby blood. I read at yeah, one point. Yeah, that took that to get it to fucking eat it because it, it didn't want to eat a, like a live one yeah. or a dead one. It just didn't want anything to do with it. So I don't. I don't they seemed like a little it finicky. Wouldn't made it all. I it had a lot of problems in captivity across the board. Like not just this one specimen, Benjamin. They noted though that they did live a couple years longer in captivity than in the wild. Typically. Oh, okay. That last one was maybe not that, that example. Um, I had like six to seven years was average lifespan, but uh, okay. up to nine in captivity. Uh, I was going to add Ben, Benjamin, the thylacine. Allegedly, yeah. Um, he was at this Bomaris Zoo for three years, I believe. So, before he died. So, it makes you wonder if like he was treated like shit the whole time, or just like one summer... People like lost interest or some shit. Zoos still exist that suck though. hundred uh, percent. Like in other countries, especially. Like I'm sure there's some in the United States as well, but I would guess that number is much lower. Also, SeaWorld's kind of fucked, but I probably have to cut that out so they don't get sued. Uh, SeaWorld even a thing anymore? I thought that was gone. No, I think it's still a thing. I don't know, but sketch. 
Yeah, I don't know. If I uh, listen back to this, maybe I'll still feel empathetic and find some sort of like uh, place where you can donate money to to help zoos or stuff. close shitty zoos and save animals that are being neglected or something. If I yeah. find that, I'll keep this in and throw a link in the description and probably throw a bunch of money at it too. Metal horns. Uh, so we talked about I mean, do we need what, what oh, do we do real now? quick? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got, I got, I got something here for. Um, so, pretty much after Benjamin died, they said no more. There's none in the wild, none in captivity anymore. Obviously, I don't think they like knew it was the last one either. You don't think at, until like, like a little bit? At, no, I don't. I think it was like a little while after. Oh shit! Where did I put? The, uh, so it, it it was an officially protected official protection of the species by the Tasmanian government was introduced on the 10th of July, 1936, 59 days before the last known specimen died in captivity. What the fuck, dude? Took you that long, bro? There's one left. (laughs) There's one left. Hold on. Don't fucking kill him. Bruh. Anyway, since then, um, there's been some rewards offered for catching one or catching at least like evidence, like evidence. undisputable evidence of one. Um, one of those people that started it off, I think it was in 1983 with Ted Turner, the media mogul guy. Ted Turner is a Timmy company. Turner. Timmy Turner. <laughs> what? Uh, Ted Turner. Uh, the media mogul. Is that a, is that a, a business? Is Ted Turner like a company? Or is that a guy? How are you a guy media mogul? Like, I feel like media mogul, mogul is, is like... No, 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 no. Mogul is not like a, a company. A company. large. No, 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 no. What do you do with a media mogul? A mogul is a person. A muggle is what you're thinking. No, 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 no. An important or powerful person, especially in the motion picture or media industry. What, is he, what did he do? American media mogul and philanthropist. As a businessman, he is known <clears throat> as founder of the cable news network, CNN, the first 24 hours cable news channel. In addition, he founded WTBS, which pioneered a superstation concept of cable television. Fuck this guy. <laughs> anyway, in 83, he uh, offered $100,000 for proof of the continued existence of the thylacine. Also, in more recent years, actually still a long time ago, 2005, Australian news magazine, The Bulletin, offered $1.25 million for the safe capture of a live thylacine. I'd also heard, allegedly, that there was some university offering something up as well on a podcast I listened to, but I, um, I didn't see specifically which one, and the gentleman in the podcast could not. Uh, remember which university it was either so i i cannot specifically confirm i will i think we're gonna actually play a section from that yeah interview uh, at the like very end as well as just link to it might have been harvard that whole podcast i think it was in australia oh was it in australia i believe it was australia yeah a story about a guy from harvard later okay um so and then uh, in addition to those first two there was a or first two or three there was a reward of 1.75 million, which was offered by some fucking Tasmanian tour operator known as his name is Stuart Malcolm. Anyway, Seems like a publicity stunt, but okay. 100%. So 
He was pretty sure that there wasn't one, is what you're saying? No, I think, I, I just think it just was a non-issue. Like, while rewards were offered, the terms of the thylacines protections state that the trapping is illegal to trap thylacines. So any reward made for its capture is invalid. So it's you, can't a, a, you can't get the reward. It's just baiting you like, yeah, you catch one, You can't get bitch. the license, so you can't catch one legally, and you're not going to get the money well, anyway. okay, what if you just, like, have a live trap out and just, like, happen to stumble upon Oops. one? I don't know. And then, I don't know, then you just call the authorities like, hey. I just don't think you'll get the money. I accidentally caught one. Come check it out. Oh, you're saying, like, yeah, you just it's, have to let it go. It gets along. That's just what you just have to let it go. You can't. Like yeah. him offering that money, like you're allowed to do that, but nobody can bring it to him. And if you right. do that, then it's illegal. I feel like like those people offering rewards might should I get mean, punished a little uh, bit. You, you're enticing be... people to do something illegal, essentially. Yeah, and catch it alive. You know what I mean? Like obviously, yeah. you don't want you to hurt it, but at the same time, it's like you you're, don't. You're not. You're a stressing person. out uh, an animal that's. Yeah, super well, rare. I guess it's not extinct, but yeah, yeah, super rare at that point. And you would assume the population levels are very low if it's seen so seldom. Well, I guess we'll kind of get into how not quite seldom it is seen. Well, you had mentioned a story. Do you want to get into your story? I guess sighting is maybe what we call that on these sorts of episodes that are more uh, realistic. I have than that. It's 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 magic more of under the is it real segment. I will start with Andrew Orchard, a man obsessed with the thylacine has spent his life fascinated with the stories of catching and spotting thylacines um, much after the reported extinction date um, that he was told to by his father. So his father had, like, trapped some shit, apparently. Like, after 36. Oh, really? His father had allegedly caught some after the extinction date? Yeah. Interesting. There's no photos or anything, but he, like, now spends his time searching and studying the thylacine. He's got, like, bones and fucking shit in there just checking out you know it's like a little shack in the, a farmhouse that his grandpa- his great grandparents lived in and it was built in 1906 um, he's, he reportedly spends around 5 grand just on batteries for his trail cams and his wife uh, left him because of it she oh, doesn't no. give a shit about the Tasmanian oh, tiger oh no <laughs> sorry bro but he could make so much money if he got a picture but he says there's like hundreds of reports that come in like since the 36 or one. I've seen upwards. Extinct. I've seen a lot of different numbers. I saw 3,600 have come in since then. I've seen upwards near 5,000 have come in since then. I, I just like just total like overall reports. How much Andrew's taking? It's probably it like hundreds. credible reports as well. It's probably closer to the say, hundreds could, that are I like could put more a realistic. In right now. Well, yeah, I'm not going to do one. That'd be an rude. asshole mood. Uh, Move. Uh, I saw trail like random trail cams just like on on sale somewhere the other day. And I thought about picking awesome. some up. I don't know where the fuck I'd put them. Out back, and then just record your dog walking through, and you got a Tasmanian tiger sighting. Boom! That one dude did it with a golden retriever. He fucking <laughs> tagged it online. I'm triggered by that. Fuck you, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I I think also it would be cool to just like. As a community, everybody buy a trail cam and just like put it up somewhere. And then just if you get anything, yeah, even if it's even if it's like nothing like that cool, it's just like, oh, it's a rabbit. Whatever. I don't care. Fucking throw it up. Sick. Look at that rabbit. We'll uh, set up a special channel on the discord for uh, trail cam footage. Yes. And just uh, cryptid counter trail cam footage. Cryptid counter CCTVs. (laughs) (laughs) There's more to the story. I really didn't want to uh, 
get into his life per se. I got pretty dark with his life wife other than him. his wife leaving him yeah um i really didn't see a whole i kind of skimmed through this article i didn't see a whole lot of like he found anything um but he fucking goes out there um this article is from the new yorker i don't know how to feel about situations like that because it's very admirable to continue on that but when you have things that's like your life sort of Falling, falling apart, apart yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah. like things i mean you know what i mean there could be other reasons too but you know what i mean it's just like if all you do is just spend a shit ton of money and all of your time doing this it's hey, probably pretty hard to, to you, maintain brother. a relationship you you do you if that's what makes you happy <laughs> fuck yeah i'm undisputed but like i feel like you can't just like spring this on your wife after having been married for like five years Honey. like all of a sudden I, no i don't think this was something he sprung on her i think this I is something i don't know his life he, situation like he's been interested since childhood i think it just kind okay, of okay i suppose that's it, fair it's, it's been an ongoing it's, thing she maybe it's escalated maybe underestimated it or something like holy fuck this guy's crazy or i mean yeah it could have just escalated or it's just like it fucking got old and it's just like you can't keep doing this for forever yeah. like i $5,000 a year on batteries, <laughs> Clive. You can't spend that kind of money on batteries. Anyway, did you have more to the story other than his wife leaving him? No, not really. Okay. Um, just uh, the link will be in the description for that one. Uh, so I have a couple of stories I grabbed from thylacineresearchunit.org. Which I will be linking to in the description, obviously. Uh, this one's pretty cool. They have um, a lot of different sightings listed out on this website. I believe you can report sightings on there as well. And on some of the sightings, they have uh, like a like a review sort of thing, like a credibility. Like a, they give it a score. Oh yeah, okay. Like based on a number of different things, like how many people saw it, where it was that you saw it at, have there been other sightings in that same location? Did like. Is this something Does you can vote on? No, so they, they have like a staff that they have a. I think that it was just like their staff, their their group. There's a three gentlemen who run it. Okay, I read you their names earlier. They all have like four different nicknames. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, again, they they had a lot of information on here. It was it was nice. Um, again, we'll be looking to that description. So this is all quoted directly from their uh, accounts on there. So this one comes from August twelfth of twenty twelve, and this one's on the mainland in Victoria. No name on this one either. It was posted by an anonymous. Yes. I was standing in my lounge and out the window, I saw the end tail of what I thought was a stray dog striding down the center of my court. So being an animal lover, I naturally went to investigate. I saw the animal dart behind a van across the road and into the yard across the street. When I came around the van, I saw an unusual long-legged, short-haired animal looking shiny and unwell with a long tail that was bent up slightly at the end and brushing the ground. <clears throat> the animal was panicked when it saw me and tried to jump the fence. I remember thinking, it's not a dog. It was moving wrong and its legs were too long for a cat. And it wasn't a fox because it had dark ring markings on the tail and was a gray-brown color gradually darkening towards the rump. I took some steps back so not to corner the animal, and it almost jumped along as it ran across two yards into a bush where it stopped and looked at me in the eyes. Its eyes had dark eye lining markings like a big cat, but I called it like a dog and said, come here, puppy. At this point, the gas meter man came around the corner and the animal moved across the road into a building site and through a fence. 
As I did this, I looked up at the man and asked if he had seen that. And he said, what was that? It wasn't a fox. I went to investigate and he went on with his job saying he sees some weird things on the road. And by this time, the animal was gone. I spent the rest of the day with this animal popping into my head because I was worried for this animal's health and wondered what the heck it was. As I described the event to my partner, the first thing he said was thylacine. I've had goosebumps since. Could it be possible? That's a great story. I don't believe it to be true. Well, it, it, they didn't it even just, necessarily like say, it say that exactly, it was a thylacine. Yeah, it's just like that. I it's don't a know. It's a dog with a broken tail. Little gimpy. I also don't know all of the fucking flora and fauna of Australia. That I have no idea. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like, I've, there's a lot of videos on this as well that I'd be, again, throwing links to these in the descriptions of uh, like more recent sightings, people catching stuff on video. And some of them are, some of them look pretty damn close, but at the same time, like, it totally could be a fucking fox, which, again, I will link to an image of a fox in the description that looks kind of similar. The, the major defining thing like difference is like ear shape. I guess we didn't mention this before. The thylacine has like a shorter kind of rounded ear and a fox is a little bit longer and kind of pointed. pointed. So that's that's easier to give away in a video. But I've, I've seen a video of a fox running with its tail very stiff like that too. So it's hard to know if that's like you know what I mean? You've seen some yeah. of these videos. It's really hard to tell because some of like one of them I was looking at I was like I was pretty convinced for a while but you really got to spot the dick pouch to know. Yeah, that it's, it's a, too far away to see, you know, and there's like grass in the way too, but like it really looks like one. Um, and then there's that photo. I'll make sure, I'll make sure a link to that too. There's going to be a shit ton of links on this one. You got to check them out though. That photo that we looked at too is pretty good. Um, but there's a lot of videos that it's just like, I think it's a fox. I think it's a cat. I, I, there's not enough there for me to say like definitively like, yeah, it is. Is that all you have for that story? That story, yes. Okay, let me get into some really, like, I don't want to say that these guys didn't see it, but the video that I saw of their trail cams and zooming in on what they thought was a thylacine couldn't make it out whatsoever. Was Very it pixelated. The one where it was, but, like, on the left-hand side, it was just, like, for a quarter of a second, it just, like, went... No, it's, like, oh. it's back behind where some other stuff is happening. It zooms in. Check out the link when I send it to you. Mm. It's uh, it's really bad. But anyway, you know, maybe they saw something. They did some reenactments. I don't know. Oh, they they did a reenactment video of what they saw. So they like set up like a a board, and then they had a board cut out to look like a thylacine, and then they took a picture of that from where the camera supposedly was. But the where they zoomed in wasn't where that the thing was. It was so confusing. I'll double check that when I look at it. Yeah. I got it in the links in the description. On Good Friday 2015, the Booth Richardson Tiger team, a trio of men, including father and son team Joe and Greg Booth, um, and a friend named Adrian Richardson, captured a thylacine on camera in the wild. Strapped to the teeth with 14 trail cams, the group covered an area within 50 meters of Maydena. Um, they would move the cameras to get better at different angles every other night. According to a quote from ABC.net, Richardson said, I don't think it's a, a thylacine. I know it's a thylacine. He has been studying Tasmanian tigers for 26 years and is convinced of its veracity. Greg Booth, who was 
the one who originally stumbled across the uh, thylacine said, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't sleep for days afterwards. It had a really big head, a really long snout, it had a scar up here, probably pointing to his head or something on his head. Its ears were pointed and it had white around the eyes with dark brown eyes set back in the skull of the animal. It was sitting down and looked at me. I was about eight feet away from it. I noticed the pause. You could see the stripes. The tail of the animal went down and had a bit of a curl right at the end. Greg holds out saying, they've never been extinct and they never will be. His description's pretty good, but their ears aren't pointed. That's what I was thinking. Everything else is pretty good. Some of, again, some of it, I don't, I don't, is it people trying to fake it or like, is it like they just, they want to see it. So then they see something and they're like, that wasn't this, that wasn't that. Maybe it's just like a fucking stray dog. Mm-hmm. I, in this instance, you know what I mean? I'm not specifically a stray dog, just saying in an instance. I don't, I'm just. I mean, there's some pretty definitive things that like sets us apart from most things, but man, there, it's hard to spot the differences. Like that could be a fox. It a fucking it's in the Could videos and stuff. It's so this. it's so hard. Now the the description of the stripes though, because he they, it's, he said it had the stripes. Yes, that's very. I mean, it's not. It seems very unique to the thylacine, but it's really not in that area. There is other stripes smaller marsupials yeah. that are like closer to rodent size that are smaller that the have family. the same sort of patterns to them. I think quals is what they're called like the tiger qual yeah. and stuff like that so there's other ones that have these these same things i believe the tiger qual is also a um carnivorous marsupial there you go so i fucking australia what are you also i don't know this i, I we talked about this earlier before the show about hyenas mm-hmm. pretty hyenas are in the fucking desert like they're in like not, not the desert but they're in africa mm-hmm I'm just like thinking that they're in the same place as where the Tasmanian tiger is supposedly. I don't think that's the same place. I don't think there's hyenas in Tasmania or in Australia. I just I just Googled where do hyenas live. It says Africa. Spotted hyenas live in Africa and can range in habitat from grasslands, savannas, woodlands, deserts, forests, and mountains. They usually in sleep Africa. in dens. <laughs> in Africa. So no. I was I they I think they look similar to a hyena though. <clears throat> okay. Not identical, but they're very similar as far as patterns. Despite the hyena's once large range across Africa and parts of Asia and Europe, all four hyena species today are found mostly in the African savanna. The only exception to this is the striped hyena, which is often seen roaming the jungles of India and Western Asia. Don't think that's close. I mean, relatively close, probably to some us, but uh, I mean, like I think close. Japan is close to Australia. Australia. Yeah, Eastern Asia is closer to Africa. Okay, it is. I don't know. Arguably, not well. It's further than Japan, but not a ton further. We'd have to. It would have to be a very, very off track. There's a lot of either. islands too. So I mean, I, I mean, I think what are you going to do, like Indonesia and shit down there? I'm really yeah. bad at geography, but I'm really bad. Madagascar somewhere in there. Oh, I thought that was closer to Africa. I thought that was an island between, off of Africa. Between Africa and Australia. But like oh, much yeah, closer to like, like right off of Africa though. Yeah. 
Are we fucking getting off topic and having to take a drink over the location of Madagascar? We really... Madagascar's like right off Africa. Are you fucking... (laughs) Yeah, it's right off Africa, but it's between the two continents. I mean, yeah. Quite a bit of ocean between Madagascar and Australia. Like most of the ocean. Well, yeah, but... Like across the world, it would be all of India and half of China. Madagascar? Like, there's a triangle there that encompasses the places we're talking about. Off the tip of fucking Madagascar, over to Australia, up to India, and down. Do you see how close Madagascar is to Africa? Not close at all. No, to Africa. Africa. How close? Oh, yeah, to it is right next to, to right next to. I, I wasn't it's, it's, disputing it's that. Like it's like right there. You could get a sea bridge over there. You could you could fucking swim that. No chance. You think you could swim that? That's probably like a hundred miles at the closest points. Motherfucker, you're on. In, okay, the first one comes up is Mozambique and Madagascar. I was going to search that. Yeah, yeah. 1,193 kilometers. <clears throat> it's 740 miles. Yes. Okay, you Seven probably times. couldn't swim it. Seven times what I said. You, you probably couldn't swim it. It's a lot close. Okay, but the distance between that and <laughs> yeah. Madagascar and Australia, Australia is like... like America to Australia. Like, it's not close. You have to swim from Texas to California. Texas to California. You have to swim from Texas to fucking... We're done with this. We're done yeah, with this. It's geography. all getting cut out. <laughs> I have no idea where we're at. Did you finish that second story? Or whatever you're talking about? Any idea? I did. Um, And their videos are trash. Okay. We'll link to any of that and figure out a good place to end. Uh, so my other one, again, it's I, another story from that uh, another eyewitness encounter from that thylacineresearchunit.org. Uh, I do have a name on this one, though. This one was, uh, the sighting was by Colleen. Colleen. Outside Thanks of for calling. Campbelltown, Tasmania in 2011, uh, the 24th of December around 9.30 p.m. We should get some voice actors to do these quotes. We were traveling across Tassie from the Spirit. It was... Very quiet, being Christmas Eve. We hardly saw another car. We had passed Campbelltown, but I cannot say how many kilometers passed. It was dusk. Our headlights were on. It ran across the Midland Highway in the beam of our headlights. I said to my husband, what was that? I knew it was not a cat or a dog. It was too big for a fox. It was light brown in color and had a straight long tail. But it was hard to distinguish the exact color in the headlights. It loped across the road and disappeared into the scrub. We had never seen anything like it before, and it was not until we were at Mount Field Info Center and saw a picture of the Tassie Tiger that we realized we had seen one. I now see that there have been other sightings in the same area. So there have been other sightings in that general area as well. Which was where again? Uh, Just outside of Campbelltown in Tasmania. Okay, well that makes sense then, yeah. So it again, it's one of those things they saw and they're like, oh, that's kind of weird. I don't know what it was. It's hard to make out the color, but then you see something like, oh, fuck, it looked just like that. I don't know. That's kind of convenient, but also like, yeah, exactly. I was, I was just thinking, I was like, I feel like there's a few of these stories that are just like way too convenient. Like, I saw this and well, then I learned about time, this in school. Yeah, the next I think day. it's like kind of a big deal too. So I think people are into it. I think it's cool as fuck. 
from my research, there's many groups looking for the Tasmanian tiger. Or like interested to, in researching it. As as a pro for this, there is a lot of sightings. Like not all of them are credible, but some of them are quite credible. Yeah. Uh, in that, there's a clip we'll play a little, eventually. They'll talk about of like a park ranger claiming to see four of them, but that they're like there's strength in numbers, I guess. Like you know what I mean. Like there's a, yeah. like there's a lot of fucking bigfoot sightings too. I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about that. I guess maybe we'll get into that someday but but this was a real animal like th- there was this evidence that undisputed it, yes. this existed at one point in time right. there's nothing you can say to prove that it did not exist yeah it's all hoax for some reason but like bigfoot on the other hand does like there is no known we've never had a body a we've had bodies thank you <laughs> we just don't haven't had any recent so it's kind of drop the bodies at so, my feet. <laughs> corpses dropping corpses, drop corpses at my feet. At my feet. Uh, a, a large amount of land was covered, like in its prime. Like it, it, it's yeah. it existed over a long place. A lot of that area is still like relatively untouched or unpopulated. I guess like a lot of Australia, most of Australia's population is in like four major cities yeah. and there's some smaller ones, but I, I am under the impression there's that there is a lot wildlife of wildlife. Yes. There's a lot of just like in Savannah and I would, I would call it, I think desert maybe, but that's just like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not cornfields. So I don't know. I don't know what they are. It's not cornfields. I'm assuming maybe there's cornfields. I don't know. Lucas right in. It's just is kangaroo fields. fields. It's kangaroo fields. Fields of kangaroos. I, again, I'm under the impression there is a lot of wilderness. Yes, that's a good word. And not places that aren't just like aren't being looked at regularly. And you know what the fuck are you? No way reason to spend out any there time for? there. It's like a long ways away too. So, uh, there's a lot of poisonous shit. Yeah, Don't right. Also, uh, I guess we'll talk about this now too. Just I'm just kind of like my pros for why it could still be existing. Strike the numbers. Yes. Some of them credible. There was a lot of space. Some of it's not looked at. The thing for me is there is almost none of all the sightings. There's almost zero like decent evidence that they're still alive. There's no in my opinion really re- like believable photos of it other than there's that one photo there's a couple that are oh that are pretty good but i could easily dismiss them as any other animal like that is you know this and the you know coloring or you know the shade or something's wrong or it's a hyena that swam across madagascar i think that's less madagascar to definitely less likely uh i don't know that they live in there um, also, I, I guess we'll mention, I'm going to mention this now too. They recently rediscovered a species of dog similar to the dingo in New Guinea, a New Guinea Highland dog or singing dog. And it's like the first confirmed sightings in over 50 years. I think it was like maybe 2012 or 2016 they found those. So it's been a couple of years at this point. But I do have a clip of that.
it says in the description of the video that I believe that she may have been in heat. So that might have been a different sort of thing. So I do have another one here that is uh, six singing dogs all at once. both of those as well in case you want any information on that i guess a million other links on this one do an internet search for like thylacine research and there's some there's some different organizations that are looking into it i don't know it's tough it's tough because it's definitely been around and it really hasn't been that long since it's been declared extinct like for me, it's a long time because I've been around for 27 years. But like in the but reality that, that of singing dog, though, everything. Yeah, that was the first confirmed in there. There had been like two photographs taken. One in like 86 and one in like 2005. And then I don't remember when those other ones that but that's more recent. The video, they had some more photo, like 15 photos or something. They had some videos of them and stuff now. But uh, I don't know. It seemed. And I was trying to see if there's like other animals. I know there is other animals like the singing dog that are like Bondo apes too. Is that real or are those the ones that they're still looking for? I don't know. I couldn't find any because I suck at internet searching. Yeah. So, I mean, they discovered a new species of ape in like 2011, the Billy ape or Bondo mystery apes. Mystery apes. So that shit happens. So there's not not been any like bodies found either, though. Yeah. The thylacine has a pretty unique footprint. Also, it's very distinguishable from like a fox or a dog uh, in like the placement of its pads, and it has non-retractable claws like a dog would. But its pads are closer, almost in a straight line, hmm. whereas a dog's come down further. It's pretty, pretty easy to tell the difference. It's pretty easy, from my understanding. Um, but again, no bodies found. I did see a suggestion that like Tasmanian devils like. Like they eat everything, so they just like devour it, clean it up, quote unquote. If How they many found of those it, are roaming around that they're just like Tasmanian devils. I'm pretty sure they're up. still around quite plentifully, but I could be mistaken. Just like, in like Tasmania, fucking vacuuming the the fourth floors and shit. Well, like obviously they don't eat the bones, so I'm not sure if that's the kind of thing that Where do they are eat people them? not looking for like bones or you know what I mean like how's that work you stumble I mean, upon a pile of bones you're just like yep it's a pile of bones shit dies and gets eaten I, I don't I know would, that. I, I don't know. guess that um, they like carry the body off into like a hole and then eat the bones no I don't think so I feel like they just fucking sit there and munch. go ham but I don't know they think they're like the apex predator now really yeah they're little fat little guys yeah Tasmanian devils I think the the thylacine was right just because it was bigger. Now there's really no other... Like they and they didn't really have... for the same food source, I believe, but I am pretty sure the Tasmanian Devil is the apex predator. They didn't really have a, a, somebody... They weren't prey to anything except for humans. Like they, there wasn't anything bigger than I them. I don't know like if prey is the right dog. word, but yeah. 
I mean, we do, we're not using them to eat or like they're not our prey per se. But okay, the only thing that was bigger than us in the area was humans, bigger than Tasmanian tiger. Might have been really confusing. It's whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, is that all you got for stories? Yeah, that's that's all my everything. So real quick, you should pull up and play that clip from that podcast so we can listen to it. I think we're only going to include like the last 15 seconds on here. I will make sure to link to this clip video as well as the full podcast. It had gone off. Except for the biologist I was telling you about who said it ran around with his dogs. Whoa. Yeah, he's out camping and he's like, oh, there's this red eye shine and my dog goes nuts and runs over there. And then there's four thylacine jumping around with my dog. Like for like 15 minutes, and he's like, "I'm trying to get a picture, and you know, that's it's like 300 yards away. It's in the dark and without the flashlight and the phone, and like, fuck, yeah." It's so like, it's basically 100 <laughs> percent that this thing's alive. I mean, as a scientist, you can never right. put that number, but to You're me, pretty yes, sure. that's why I've done two expeditions, and I plan on doing more. I feel it's out there. What do you feel, Connor? I feel it's out there. Do Actually, you? I don't. I don't. I don't think I. I subscribe to that theory i'm really into this good i'm really into this like i really like like the ones that like for sure used to exist and you're like no like they're not anymore like they talked about on that that same podcast they talked about uh like giant sloths existing in this fucking like highland in i don't remember fucking peru or something like the only way to get into there is like it's only accessible from a helicopter. Like all the like local tribes, like on either sides of it, like have different names for it, but they all have stories of the same thing. But he thinks that there's like some up there or something. So mm-hmm. that seemed pretty interesting. And I there's there's for sure things out there that we don't know exist or that we think are extinct that are still alive. Hundred percent. I, I I mean as far as like other episodes that we've done like this one is probably more likely than the other ones. I would I would say I fucking maybe I'll look at all of our episodes and see. Maybe. But I I would put more stock in this one than Santa Claus. Or I mean Black Shahul is a little interesting, but I don't know about that one either. I I don't know. I feel like we're pretty skeptical. I I mean it's I would I I'm on board with this one. I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. I'm gonna Respect. say yeah. I think that I think that they could still be This is like Jesus Christ to me, like I think that they could still be uh there could still be a couple of them thumping around out there. I've never been, so I guess I don't really know. That's 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 the whole thing. Like I, I have no concept I'm of what not even a professional. Is this isn't this isn't maybe we should have started this at the beginning of the episode. Uh we are not scientists. We <laughs> We're just two literally guys know talking on a microphone in my basement drinking. Available on the internet. Poorly researched internet sleuths. Sleuths? Sleuths. Uh, okay. I, I'm gonna say yeah. All right, and respect you for it. I don't know that I can... That's fine. I don't care. Uh, let us know what you think over on social media. Yeah, do that. Uh, also, countingcryptids.com. We do a 1v1? Yeah, we got to put the, the Tasmanian tiger up against... Uh, the thylacine the and the boohag. The boohag, yeah. 
is the thylacine going to end up as the boo daddy snack? So does the... It only... As far as I know, the boo hag really only does anything to people. Yeah. It just like sucks their life force. I assume... I mean, if it like... It would be so confused by the ball skin, sack. Like, I, by the pouch. Yeah. If it takes their skin, like I assume it's able to like rip them in half or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. It gets their skin. I, I assume it would just skin it. You know what I mean? Its, it's jaw was feeble. It's got to be able it's, to do it It's in just a, a terrestrial animal. There's nothing like special about it. I give it to the boo hag, unfortunately. It could easily skin a Tasmanian tiger. That's where I'm at. Apparently the jaws are pretty weak on the Tasmanian tiger. Allegedly, right? I don't, I don't yeah. know the validity of that, but Could supposedly people who are a lot smarter than me know. did some things with computers who are much smarter than them. So I don't you know. Just got, a, you just got a slop jaw. Slop jaw. Oh god. I like the boohag winning this one though. Like the boohag didn't really stand a chance at all against Black Shuck. No, definitely. But um, I think. I think the boo hag wins this one. That's where I'm at. I mean, the the Tasmanian tiger isn't very good at living in captivity. Cap- <laughs> like, you just catch it, and he's just like, oh, fuck this. I'm not eating. I'm not mating with that attractive young thylacine <laughs> over there. I'm out. All right. Well, let us know what you think. Who you think would win over on Twitter. And or I guess over on social media, yeah. not over, just Twitter. Over on all of media, the social Facebook, media, Instagram, countingcryptids.com. Uh, we posted a poll at the very beginning of the episode on Instagram. Yes, we talked about it and then got into a lengthy discussion uh, like immediately. Um, let me let me let's, let me throw some things out there. Did uh, so we get some answers? Well, before I get to the answers, okay. So, you know, while it's still up in the air, we disagree on whether it's alive or not. Um, geneticist George Church at Harvard University has devised a way to bring them back. So, as he's oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah, this, this bit. He's devised a way, like, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they could, that they didn't stop to think that, think if they should. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum um, Man Group. <laughs> yes. Um, but this uh, George Church at Harvard um, decided that, you know, his, his strategy would be similar to Jurassic Park. Um, they, I think they've got full, like, DNA from a thylacine. Yeah, it's like a little a flattened one. There's like a preserved one in Melbourne Museum. Link in the description with 10,000 other links. Yep. Check out those to ones. find a way to organize those on this one, Jesus Christ! Um, so Church thinks it's like suspects that it may be possible to tweak the DNA of the thylacine's closest living relative, the numbat, in order to you know impregnate a female. Um, the numbat only grows to like the size of the common squirrel, so I mean it's not going to be able to be like fully birthed from this fucking little <laughs> rat. Um. So he speculates that you could move the growing embryo into another close relative like a kangaroo or wallaby or something. Um, But I mean, even if that was possible, he, uh, the, the thylacine doesn't have a very good reputation for staying in captivity for long periods of time. 
especially mating in captivity, which make it really hard to you spend all this those money numbers. and bring them back together. Then you, yeah, it again, like dies. you're back. To, we had this conversation at the very beginning. Like, right. how do you? It wasn't good in captivity before, and if you're growing it inside of these other things, like it's not. I don't think it's going to be a hundred percent just not, straight yeah. thylacine. I don't. Well, I guess maybe it will if you. I don't know. How and they don't even works. know if it'll act exactly like a thylacine. Like it's it's essentially a brand new species of animal that's just resembles a thylacine. Yeah, closely related to a thylacine. I don't know if you can get it 100% without some crazy shit. Mm. But that begs the answer, like, whether it should be done or not. And what did people say about that? Over on Instagram, we've got a little bit of a split. Instagram, 57% said no, should not be done. 57%? 57%. And then the remainder said yes if you combine them both facebook and instagram tied really yeah shit right down the middle so this one we don't really have a clear yeah. answer it's a tie uh all right i mean that, that just shows like how complicated this kind of well, that's mor- the, the morality like, of this stuff is that even a thing that like i don't know and it, again i like the idea of it it would be cool to see a mammoth. Absolutely. I would love I love to see a mammoth. I'm kind of elephants are kind of they just I, they, I'm just, poop. Keep, they my, just poop so I'm gonna keep much. my distance. Like, wow, that's large. That's a very large mammoth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna move on now to the giraffes. They'll eat a banana out of my hand. Next. We're going to get into what you thought of the boo hag versus black shuck. Hell yeah. Got anything else you want to add? Uh oh, we know we need to, uh, the 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 Instagram. Uh, so we're gonna do this. That's a new thing we're doing now. Trying to ask like sort of related to the episode questions before yeah, on there. Try to get some answers. But did, did anybody comment or anything on there? I did have a comment. I got Gibby's here on Instagram. He says, "I'm no scientist here." Right back at you, brother. <laughs> we are not scientists. But like, what if there's risks of old diseases or mutations that will spread? Or maybe that's not even possible. Look, I don't know, but there's a super important counter argument. Dodos are perfect babies and never deserve to die. I want Dodos to be cloned. Dodos. I don't know that just Dodos played like a vital role in uh, anything, whatever. but just just because of Dodos, like again, I'm not opposed. Uh, it would. I, I I just see it as more of like the kind of thing some company is going to do as like a gimmick and like. We're gonna clone dodos, and then like we're the only zoo in the world has dodos. Yeah, I would say that's like, like a flex your fucking scientific muscles, right? But there. also that's like a huge attraction sort of thing. So I don't know, you know, I don't know if I can talk slander about the big, the big D, but uh, Disney. Oh, are they gonna say Donald Trump? No, 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 not Donnie <laughs> T. Uh, <clears throat> but like. If they did I would like, go. If they I, did I'm going to be honest okay, with you. Okay, let's think about go. it. If they did an Ice Age zoo. I would go. And they, they brought back a mammoth. I'm and there. a giant sloth and dodo Road birds. Get in. County cryptids meet up at the uh, extinct <sighs> fucking museum. Like, they'd spend a ton of money, but do you not think they would make a shit ton of money off of they that? They would make a shit ton of money. <sighs> and they're not dinosaurs yet, so... Like... I think the problem starts when you you bring back really big 
like aggressive dinosaurs. Can I you think put that's, them on an island somewhere. There's the line. That's the line. We've seen it. So last week we had the Black Shuck, which was the winner of the tournament from last season. Correct. And we put that up against our first episode of the season, the Boo Hag. And uh, here are those results. Uh, You all voted on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Hopefully, if you didn't, do that next time. Find all those links on countingcryptids.com. So on Twitter, we had... 43% 43% Black Shuck. Okay. So uh, Boo Hag wins with 57%. Okay. I feel like some of these didn't shake down like I thought they would, but I think at the very end, um, we're going to we're going to see the... the it's, I think it's going to be close all around. Okay, well, you have Facebook now? Facebook. Okay. This, this one's closer. Oh, okay. No, this one's more split. This might be the deciding group right here, Facebook people. Uh, 33% Boo Hag to the 67% really? Black Shuck. Okay. That's quite a large margin there. And then uh, not quite as far apart, but still a little bit apart. 37% Black Shuck to 63% Boo Hag on Instagram. Uh, so did you have those percentages all added up? Do we know what the overall... No, no? you don't? Okay. Do Black you... Shuck won. Oh, Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. People barely. voted against us. Okay. Barely. Like 46 54 split. Wow. Okay. Black Shuck barely. Well, I mean, like overall, out. I think the Black Shuck is superior, but I, I. It's just this weird instance of the Boo Hag being able to, like, steal skin sort of thing. I'm just, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be able to split a dog in half. I guess if it wasn't like a terrestrial dog, maybe that would be harder. Maybe I voted incorrectly, but it's too late for that now. No, I don't know. I, I still, I still think Boohag should win, but I, it's it's really hard up against. Or I think it Black Shuck should win up against Boohag, but we Boo voted Boohag is very. I don't know, mysterious. I think a lot of people got hung up on the Boo Daddy, which I don't blame them. <laughs> we we both voted. Uh, uh, Boohag. No, we voted Boohag. Did we really? Yep. Are you sure? 100%. Um, somebody wants to verify that on social media, drop us a line. I listened to the episode to make notes, man. I promise. All right, man. I, it's, I'm, I am a couple weeks removed from this episode, so... That's fair. I, I'm not sure. Boohag and the Boo Daddy. All right. Take well, it over. Head over to social media and let us know what you think about this week's poll, which is going to be last week. Uh, again, the Boohag versus this week's thylacine. Yes. Uh, Facebook.com slash counting cryptids, Twitter.com slash count cryptid, Instagram.com slash counting cryptids. All of that can be found at countingcryptids.com. And where else, Connor? Gobblesquatch.com. Yes, there it is. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. 
Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at kenencryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids.